Blog Talk Radio.
Happy New Year! And welcome, welcome, welcome to Indie Fire. For you who may be listening for the very first time, I don't know, maybe you've been under a rock or whatever, but Indie Fire is the spinoff show of Independent Everything, produced and globally syndicated by Metal to Music Records. This show airs every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Blog Talk Radio. It's playbacks on iTunes, Spreaker, YouTube, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many, many more. The mission of Indie Fire is to uplift, inspire, entertain our listeners by providing a platform that gives the independent communities an avenue of expression to promote their brands and expand their fans, followers, and support base. It has been four years. Wow. It has been four years. And tonight, we embark on a brand new journey as we come into season five. I am super, super, super excited to be your host of Indie Fire. I am Nakia. Guys, it's been a minute, right? It's been a minute. I want to pause. I want to pause very quickly before I go a minute further. I'm just to take a moment of silence because we have been on our, you know, um, our hiatus for the past month or so since the, the end of November, I want to say, to the end of December or up until this moment. So I want to take a, a brief moment of silence or a brief moment to have a moment of silence for all those that we lost in 2020, for those family members that you may have lost, for those friends that you may have lost, and especially those that we lost here at Indy Fire. We have had um, our our interns, um, our assistants who have lost family members and, and loved ones. Um, and we have also lost several guests that we've had on the show. Um, we want to extend, again, our condolences to the families um, of Sorrell, Lamont Williams, um, Shanti, the boss, Middleton, um, Theron Jones. We want to send our condolences again to their family and their friends as well. But right now, we do want to offer a moment of silence just to those uh, families um, and those friends. I know that was a long moment. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, I'm thankful to the most high that um, my family, we lost uh, some members, uh, but it's been due to old age, you know, um, no one, we've lost no one due to, to COVID. And so, um, again, we extend our condolences um, to each and every one of you who may have lost someone um, this past year. I'm sorry. Moving on, moving on. Uh, so glad to be back with you guys. It's been a minute. Gosh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. As you all know, we're coming up on the third annual Indie Fire Radio Awards show. Um, at the end of uh, last year, from the 1st of December to the 31st of December, we did something that we've never done before. We opened up our um, uh, um, the, the capability to our listening audience to be able to vote for the, the winners of the third annual Indie Fire Radio Awards show. And again, something we've never done before, we've always had a panel of judges who voted uh, for our winners. 
And I was so excited. I know it was, it seemed like by the middle of the month, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, are we ever going to get to the end of December? Because you know how long it took us to get, you know, through through nine months from, from March to December. It took like five years, right? So from December 1st to December 15th was like, that was like a year for me, especially, especially throughout this voting process, you know? So I thought we were never going to get to those first 15 days. So maybe next year we're going to cut the time. We're going to cut the time. The voting, you know, time frame is not going to be so long. But this is the first year. And I wanted to ensure that, you know, you were able to have uh, all your fan base, all of your family, your friends, you know, your support system, whoever. You gave everybody the opportunity to vote for you because voting, you could vote. You know, it wasn't just a one-time thing. Um, everyone could vote every single day, you know, um, for their favorites in every category. So, um, I'm happy to say that, you know, the voting um, period did end on December 31st, and the, the, the turnout was astounding. I'm, I'm so excited. You know, the very next day, January the 1st, people were like, hey, did I win? Did I win? Did I win? Yeah, you probably did. You know what I'm saying? You probably lost, too, because, of course, I can't tell you until January 23rd if you won or not. You know what I'm saying? I do have some artists in the U.K., that wanted to know, of course, if they won because they were catching flights. They was ready to come over if they won, and I promised them I would let them know if they won because they were going to catch flights and come over to receive their awards. Luckily, they stay on lockdown. They can't come. You know what I'm saying? So I got out of having to tell them if they won or not because I wanted to make it fair across the board. Nobody was going to know until, you know, of course, I want to be able to be fair, do like we've always done in the past, all of our winners need to know in advance because they need to be able to call in to accept their award. You know what I'm saying? So I still wanted to play fair across the board. But I want to say that the, the turnout was just amazing. You guys showed up. You supported your your favorites in every single category. And um, for you, you know, who may be uh, or may have been under a rock again and didn't know anything about this, I just want to let you know um, the different categories um, that you had the opportunity to support um, your favorites in, right? So we had video of the year. Um, we had the Indie Fire Excellence Award. We had the Indie Fire Trailblazer Award. The uh, Young uh, Indie Fire Young Achievers Award. Album of the year. Um, the biggest fan base. Um, the sorry, I gotta skip some. Uh, best collaboration. Um, song of the year. The best male author. The best female author. Author of the year. Best Male R&B and Pop Song, Best Male Hip Hop Song, Best Female Hip Hop Song, Best Female R&B and Pop Song, uh, the Entrepreneur of the Year, Artist of the Year, Best Rock Song, and the Grime Artist of the Year, which is a brand new category this year, Thousand Votes. Um, just uh, I thank you. I thank you all who participated. I thank the um, nominees, how you promoted yourself, how you promoted, you know, other artists. Um, other entrepreneurs, other nominees. I thank you all how you collectively got together and just pushed each other and pushed um, the the um, the voting process. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Um, I did mention that there were four categories that you know um, nobody could really pick the winners in those categories, um, but me, of course. And um, I still have my panel of judges who I still pulled them in 
and said, you know, hey, I want you to take these um, interviews, go behind me. I want you to listen to them um, and see why I chose these um, individuals to uh, nominate them in these categories. Um, But I don't feel like I have to open these up to, you know, um, the world and say, hey, go listen. We're talking 100 interviews, you know what I'm saying? So I don't want you to go and, and go listen to all of these interviews, but um, those other categories, let me go ahead and announce those now. Um, so if these uh, individuals are listening, congratulations to you and each of these respective categories, right? The most inspiring interview, right? You have to be there. You have to touch me. You have to hit me. Most importantly, you have to make me cry. That doesn't happen too often. You know what I'm saying? But, um, no, that wasn't a criteria. But I'm saying that that was one thing. The interview really had to move me. Um, um, it had to hit a nerve. You know what I'm saying? The things that we talked about really had to just, just had to take me to a special place. I mean, these individuals did this in no particular order. Um, Natasha Brewer. Um, Lavana D. Moore, Akeisha Johnson, Shanika Canty, and Davon Taylor. Um, the most promoted interview, of course, you know what the criteria is for that. You know what I'm saying? We promote the hell out of the interviews. You know, on all social media platforms, we promote the interviews. But, um, you know, when the, the artist, the author, uh, the entrepreneur, when they come to us and they say, hey, you want to be on your show? You know, we expect you to go out and promote your interview as well. Um, get excited about being on Indie Fire. You know what I'm saying? So um, we expect you to promote your interview. And so these individuals are in this category, the most promoted interview. Um, Asia, Janelle, I'm sorry, Dana Blackwell, um, Jen Cisco, Lady Sasa, and Chanel. Painting interview. This is by far my favorite category right here um, because you get on the show and you show out. Granted, I didn't have anybody as lively as last year. You know, we, we almost had a fight on um, our, our most entertaining interview <laughs> last year that stemmed off of a Facebook conversation and kind of made its way onto the show. But, um, yes, you know, your most in, the most entertaining interview is by far is, is the most funniest. You know, guests bring up some crazy stuff. They do some crazy answers. They talk about some off-the-wall stuff. The stuff don't have nothing to do with what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? But they go far left. You know, it's it's the most entertaining. It's as, it is as it sounds, right? So, again, um, in this category, we have Asia. We have Lady Sasa. We have Robert Boog. And we have Janelle. And the last category, our best interview is as it sounds. You came here and you bought it all. Everything you had, you gave it. All right? You answered all the questions on point. And granted, nobody gets the questions in advance. You know what I'm saying? You came, you gave me everything that you could give me. Um, your music was fire. You know what I'm saying? Um, when the guests called in, the questions you, you know, your interaction with the guests was amazing. Um, you left me and all about the things that you talked about. You know, you came with the total package. You know what I'm saying? It was an amazing interview. You left me in awe that I get left like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me shut my mouth. Let me just let you talk. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a talker. But I had some people who did that this year. So in that category for best interview, 
we had Solomon Ali. Guys, go listen to the interview with um, Solomon Ali, an astounding man. I think Solomon was also in the category for um, best male author. Yes, Chanel, um, great, great young lady and an author. I think she was in the category for most promoted interview as well as author of the year. Um, Pressure, our Swedish rock band. They were in the category for best uh, rock song. Um, just amazing men um, conquering all the odds, you know, during this pandemic and still putting out music um, and in the face of all adversity, you know, um, we talk about Black Lives Matter. You know, this is a white rock band who have jumped on this platform and they're using their platform to do amazing things. Um, and Ray Scholes, Mr. Uh, Royal Vines himself, um, who is just doing amazing things in um, Florida with his um, – what, what, is, what is Ray? What is Ray? He's also in the category for Trailblazer of the Year. No, the Trailblazer Award. I'm sorry, Trailblazer Award. Um, but he um, is a wine connoisseur, yes, who is also um, – he does uh, – don't get me started on everything that, that Ray – because I, I, I'm going to misstep and say something wrong. But just listen to the interview um, with Ray. Um, he just hosted a rum class that was phenomenal, just mind-blowing. Um, just the things that he's doing for black professionals in Florida and around the United States is, is amazing. So uh, check out those interviews, and congratulations to these individuals in the most inspiring, most promoted, most entertaining, and best interview categories. Speaking of which, I believe I have um, one of these individuals on the line. I'm going to bring him in. I don't want to catch him off guard, um, but I'm going to bring him in. He is in several categories. He is in the best male author category, as well as the um, most inspiring category. So I want to bring him in, talk to him a little bit to find out what he's been doing um, what he has coming up this year, um, and just get some feedback from him on how it has been to be nominated uh, in his category. Uh, you know what? I think he was in another category, too, uh, the Young Achievers Award. Uh, I think so. Uh, Davon Taylor, you want to line? I'm here. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Look, I'm talking. Oh, I'm in the wrong mic. Can you hear me? <laughs> Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you great. <laughs> Look, I'm looking to the left. I should be on the mic to the right. All right. I'm glad I'm not live. I really am. <laughs> See, that's the goal for us this year. When we started, and I know this is all off subject, this is all off subject. When we first started, I think we figured it out. It was seven years ago. Um, being able to come and talk and, and present to individuals, everything was done behind the scenes. And now, thanks to COVID, yeah. You know, we have so many different platforms where we're able to come to people and, and be visual now. And so right. this was a goal of ours last year. We didn't make it happen. So now it is a goal of ours this year. You know, beginning next month, we're going to be mm-hmm. we're gonna be live, live. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be live. We're going to be in front of our listening audience. You're going to be able to not only hear us but see us. And so here I am. This would have been a big, big goof on my part tonight. I'm on a wrong mic. I'm on the left mic when I should have been on the right mic. That was funny. So I'm glad tonight's a trial and error. 
You know what I'm saying? That was yeah. wrong. And I know you're a journalist. Learn from your mistakes. You would have been looking at me like, what is she, <laughs> what is she doing? You know, and I find myself critiquing people now. I watched a commercial the other day, and I, I can't remember her name. Um, Meredith Bates. Um, Meredith somebody. I know she was the mom on thing. Um, I, don't, I don't know the show. Justin Bateman. And I know this might be before your time. I know Justin Bateman, he was on the show. She was the mom on the show. Anyway, she's old, old now. But she was doing this commercial for, like, Medicare, right? And so mm-hmm. when the commercial comes on, she's supposed to be, you know, facing the audience, right, talking. And then they do, like, this cameo where, you know, she's, like, talking to – she's still talking to the audience, but she's having, like, a a, yeah. a, a reflection, like an old, old moment. And, like, they take her, like, stage left, but she's still supposed to be talking to the audience. She doesn't, I don't know what happened. And she's been acting for years. I don't know what happened, but, like, her camera, the camera goes one way, and she doesn't follow the camera. And I'm just looking like, wow, she's been doing this, like, 50 years. What happened? Then they zoom back in, and she's (laughs) facing the way she's supposed to be facing. And it's, like, a 2 o'clock in the morning infomercial. And I'm thinking, okay, is it just me or... Like, what's going on? And so I pay attention to things like this now because I know, you know, next month we're going to be, you know, yeah, so I got to watch things like this. But anyway, how have you been? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. God is good. So (laughs) that's all I can say. (laughs) That is who's bringing me through. God is good. Amen. Amen. Now, I follow you on social media. So I know everything that's been going on. You know what I'm saying? But for those, yeah. you know, listening audience who may not follow you, um, what's 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 going on with you since you were on the show? Um so basically, um, if you all don't know, I'm huge in um civil rights. Um, I'm huge in equality for everybody, gay, straight, black, Asian, um, Hispanic. I believe everybody has the opportunity. God says there's no diverse uh no diversity excuse me, um, in the kingdom of God. So we are all one people, um, no matter what your color is, no matter your sexual orientation, no matter what it is, we are all one people. Um, so I've been actually doing that. I think the last time I talked to you might have been in June or May, one of those. Um, and since then, you know, all this stuff has been happening, and I've been on the front lines. I've been in the middle of shootouts. I've been – I've had my car stolen, um, so it is a lot that has been going on. Um, but I'm still, I'm still grateful that God has um, brought me over to this side. Um, there was a lot of people who didn't make it over to this side due to coronavirus or um, being shot at protests, as we saw yesterday. Um, a lot of people who go to protests don't always come make it home. So um, I am super grateful to God for everything that he's done, just being a hedge of protection. Um, and, I mean, I'm in school. God is getting me through school. Um, so I'm preparing for my next semester to start. Um, so I'm I'm just excited about 2021. Now, I know that you mentioned your car was stolen. You, you got your car back, right? Yes. I did, yes. My car got back safe and sound. See, y'all, that's what I'm telling y'all. Y'all got to. God is good. God is so good because I know one of my friends, her car was stolen, and they she can't find it. She don't know if it's wrecked or anything. It's been a couple months, but I got my car back in a matter of two weeks, 
so God, well, no, it wasn't even two weeks. Excuse me. It was, uh, it was seven days, the date of the fruit. I remember that because if you all look at the number, the number seven represents the production of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And I got my car back on the seventh day. That's how I always remember um, what day I got my car back on because God gave me my car back on the seventh day. And y'all, I was scared. I was scared. I was like, oh, my God, my car's stolen. Like, I, I was like, I don't know what to do. I was ready to um, put a bullet in somebody. I'm not going to lie to you. I was ready. <laughs> but, um, but I was, but, you know, God is good. God, you know, God, God is good. Because I was ready. I was like, you know, Christola, that's what I call it, Christola. Christola, my car, I don't play about Christola. There's three things I don't play about. My car, my family, and my dog. <laughs> Them is the three things I don't play about. And you stole my car? Oh, no. You was asking to get a bullet, a nine millimeter put in you. <laughs> so, but thank God I didn't. And you had just gotten your car, easy. right? I had just gotten it. I got it in July, yes. my I got it in July. My car was stolen in September. Yes. So, it was. It was a scary, it was definitely a scary thing. Like, I was not prepared for it. But, see, and like, you know, you know me being a minister. I always got to talk about the Lord. But, I mean, it's just one of them things that, you know, like, if the Lord had not been on my side, because I, like, I'm telling you, like, I had this man, I didn't even know the man who stole my car. But God made it very accessible to get my car back because I called this man. Like, I found his phone number. I Like I told you, I don't know who this man is. Um, I was just looking, and, you know, I was looking. I was like, mm, let me just call these different people. So I was calling. I was like, hi, have you seen my car? Have you seen my car? And one day he was like, yeah, I got your car, bro. And I was like, oh. I was like, so are you going to return it? He was just like, what? look, I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like you were okay with stealing my car, sir? <laughs> um, but he was just like, I don't want to go to jail and this and this and this. And me, you know, I'm real nice. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I believe in second opportunities. And I told him, I said, look, let's make a deal. You bring me my card. I pay for you to go to counseling to talk about whatever your problems are. You don't go to jail. And that was our deal. And he's been to every counseling session since then. Cause I told him, I was like, you know, if you don't, if you miss a counseling session, I'm calling the police. They're going to come get you. And I made the agreement with the police too. I said, if he goes to all these counseling sessions, he don't go to jail. And I told him that I said, but if he don't go and I'm going to call and check, then I'm going to press charges on you. And he was, he's been very nice. Um, God really turned that whole situation around and made it like a mentorship. Um, this is somebody who I still talk to, you know, and I'm just like, Hey, how you doing? You know? And like, that's the thing too. We don't, like, we, sometimes we get so, 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 so consumed in ourselves. Now I'm about to go on my rant. Um, sometimes we get so consumed in ourselves that we fail to realize what other people are going through. You know what I'm saying? And God didn't make us selfish people. God did not make us, God is not a selfish God. Like he's not a selfish person. So I could have easily sent that man to jail, but it's not always about sending people to jail because them sitting in jail, what is that going to do for them? You know what I'm saying? It's going to toughen them right. up and probably make, probably make them a little more angry. 
So everything is not about always sending people to jail or having to fight somebody or this and this and this. Sometimes you just got to talk to people because when I talked to that young man, I would have never knew that his daughter just died. I would have never knew that um, he was going through uh, a time in his life. I would have never knew that he was homeless and he just wanted somewhere to stay. I would have never knew that he was hungry. He didn't have no way to get no food. I would have never knew that his family abandoned him. I would have never knew that if I would have just rejected him and sent him to jail. So that's why sometimes we have to remain open and we have to talk to people because you never understand. Like uh, you hear a lot of people in the church and stuff say, I don't look like what I've been through. And sometimes we see people on the outside, but we don't see them on the inside. And that's the problem. We see people on the outside. We see the people smiling and this and this and this, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. we don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. in their mind. We don't know what's going on in their heart. We don't know what's going on in their soul. So that's why you never understand or never know until you talk and have a conversation with the person because you never know. Just because somebody – let's use uh, Chadwick Boseman for a minute. If you would have asked me before Chadwick Boseman died, did he have cancer, I would have never been able to tell you, ever. I would have never known. Like, I didn't even know until I was at work one day, and they said, yeah, Chadwick uh, Chadwick Boseman Boseman died from cancer. And I was like, what? I said, when did he get cancer? And they said that he had been having cancer for years. And my thing is, again, you never know. Just because he looked physically appealing on the outside, we didn't know Mm -hmm. what was going on on the inside. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a great example, too, because just because we saw him on the outside and he was smiling and stuff, we didn't know what he was going through on the inside because he never even told us that stuff. I mean, some people knew, some people didn't. I was one of the few who didn't know. But my thing is, too, it's one of those things that we have to make sure that we understand and we talk to each other. God made us social people. He didn't make us to be reserved in this and this. Like, it's just we are meant to help each other and not necessarily condemn each other. And I think and I'm going to go on a rant for a minute, and I hope you allow me to, but I think that's why I think that's why we are in the situations that we are in now in our political system, that everybody mm. wants to be heard and everybody wants to be seen, but it's one of those things that it's not about uh, who's who's racist or who's, like, we're looking at it for the wrong reason. It's about right. who's better for our country. It's not about Donald Trump lets you say nigger and this and this and this. And like I said, I don't mean, I mean, hopefully that's not offending anybody, but I'm just, you know, I'm real, real, and I'm real honest. But it's not about who's going to let you say nigger or who's going to let you um, put up a black person in your um, front yard being lynched or a person who's going to allow you to um, kill a black man and not be charged for it. Like, it's, it's all about a color now and that's something that's upsetting me um like i said this whole thing hasn't really been disturbing me as much until now because my thing is we're making it about black uh we're making it about red or blue and that's not how the world should be like the world is green and white the girl uh i mean the world's green white and blue so basically that means Nothing in the world is red. And I'm not saying that, for, again, from a political standpoint. I'm just saying from a theological standpoint that we shouldn't be in a world where it's either blue or red. We should be in a world where I see you as a person and you see me as a person. You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of world that we should be living in. That's the kind of world that we should be standing in. We shouldn't be here saying, well, Donald Trump condones this and Donald Trump condones that. And see, this is what I'm going to say, too, and it's, it's nothing bad. I promise it's not. But a lot of people know that Donald Trump 
led, you know, caused that whole thing to happen at the Capitol yesterday. And I'm going to use this Bible scripture right here because a lot of people are confused. Those people that were out there, um, the people that were out there uh, protesting and different things like that, this is what the word of the Lord says. The word of the Lord says, trust in the Lord and do good. So thou, uh, so thou dwell in the land and verify thou shall be fed. Not only that, the Bible says, fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious uh, against the workers of the iniquity. Then not only that, the Bible also says this. The Bible says, for they, uh, for they shall soon be cut down like grass and wither as a, gra- a green herb, which means that Donald Trump is has been cut Come down like grass. If you look if you look at the president, nobody else nobody else has been cut down like grass. <laughs> nobody else has been but God has cut Donald Trump down because at the end of the day I believe God did that because we we're not at an understanding that there's only one God. We don't worship Donald Trump. We don't worship Kamala, Kamala Harris. We don't worship Joe Biden. We don't worship any of them. We only worship one person, and that's the only one person that we're supposed to be worshiping. So I believe God had to remove him because he was losing his place, and he was confusing a lot of people. And God is not the author of confusion. God wants everything done decent and in order. So, But my thing is God cut him down like grass because this is not the America that God wants us to live in. This is supposed to be a prosperous year. My mom always told me the way you start the year is the way you end it. And I'd be crap if I um, start my year like this. I'm going to start my year off on a positive <laughs> note and this and this and this. And, I mean, y'all, and I'm going to be honest, I'm not a Trump supporter, but my thing is I believe Trump deserves to go. I do. I believe he has not done anything for America. He has not done anything for black people, but divided us more. And the saying in Kentucky, I don't know if y'all know this, but in Kentucky we say united we stand, divided we fall, because we are falling divided. We are divided. We are a divided people, and everything right now is about race. Everything right now is about are you black or are you white, and it shouldn't be that way. It's not fair. It's not just. It shouldn't be black or white. And I'm going to tell you this because it upset me. This, so they hired somebody from, um, I'm looking in my phone for the thing, I can't find it, but there was a lady from um, Atlanta, Georgia, who was the chief of police, and somebody named uh, Rayshon, I don't remember his last name, but he got shot in Atlanta. What in the world would make you bring that lady from Atlanta, Georgia, who stepped down after a black man got shot and bring bring her to Louisville, Kentucky? I think I saw that today. Mm-hmm. Yes. What in the world would make you do like when I saw that? I said what? I said what is going? What what is happening? Am I missing something? You like that? The, that didn't make common sense at all. You brought somebody who clearly doesn't care about black people who who resigned herself after a situation with a black man happened, and you brought them here. And I'm going to say this, too. The whole unjust thing, and I promise this is the last thing I'm going to say, but the whole unjust thing is not fair. And if anybody out there is listening who's a cop or anybody, do what's right. That's all I have to say is just do what's right. No matter no matter if you stand alone. My mom used to tell me, be a leader in a room even if you have to stand by yourself. And you have to do what's right because, honestly, the whole thing that happened at the Capitol yesterday – 
in Louisville, Kentucky, when we were protesting Breonna Taylor, who was wrongfully killed, we would have been shot, tear gas, everything. And I made a Facebook post, and I'm sure you probably saw it, but I made a Facebook post, and the Facebook post said, "I, um, dear law enforcement, I was, uh, I was tear gassed just for walking up the street. Meanwhile, this man stole something that says the United States House of Representatives on it. I would like to know what happened to him. And then not only that, in addition, remember Donald Trump was calling us thugs and this and this and this. I had to tag the House of House of Representatives, and I have to say, House of Representatives, us thugs, meaning black people, would never have put you in harm's way to the point where you had to fear your own life. And, I mean, that's just the actuality of it. So it's definitely scary. We have to pray for this nation just because we don't know what's going on. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We don't know what's going on with the political stuff. It's just, it's it's scary. Guys, I don't want you to think that nothing has changed around here on the show. You know we're not political. We try to um, minimize what we talk about as far as, you know, um, politics are concerned. But coming up on uh, the inauguration of the president-elect um, and with everything that has transpired, you know, this past year and just yesterday, um, it is important that we, we talk about it. And it is also important that we give the millennials a voice um, because they are um, the next generation. Um, for, you know, those coming, you know, my age, uh, coming up behind us, you know, it is important. I had this conversation with my kids yesterday. Um, Mm -hmm. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Um, You know, my days kind of run into each other. But it is important that we we give the millennials their voice. And and so I had a conversation, you know, with my my soon-to-be 20-year-old and 15-year-old yesterday about the importance of, you know, the things that happened yesterday. And, you know, our 15-year-old was clueless because, you know, he stays playing games all day, making beats all day. You know, he didn't even know what had happened. And so (laughs) for me to let him know about the first, you know, Black Senator in Georgia and, you know, what happened yesterday with um, at the Capitol. Capitol was an O, guys, because he was like, Capitol? Like, capital letters? Mom? And I'm like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? You know, it's important for us to just school these kids. Um, so, because somebody just texted me and was like, "Hey, what's going on with your show tonight? What is he talking about?" So, it is important, you know, when they when they have this platform, because that's what we are about here on Indie Fire, to allow them to voice what it is they need to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you, you can only support my show or this show when we're playing music, you know, I don't I don't need that type of support. I'm gonna just put that out there right, right. now. All right, but right. to bring this back full circle, let me bring this back. Um, Devon, I want to congratulate you um, on your nomination. Yes, uh, I know you. that you had three. I know that you had three. Um, best male author, best, um, let me see, best male author tonight. We just announced best, uh, most inspiring interview. And, guys, if you listen to him, um, you'll know why. If you listen to what he was saying, the knowledge and information that he just poured into you, you know what I'm saying? That's the type of interview that we had. You know, I don't know. Right. Are you 20 yet? Are you 20 yet? I'm not. I'll be 20 in May. 
All right, so when he was on my show, he was probably 18, about to turn 19, or maybe maybe he just turned 19. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To, to come at me with, you know, that type of information, that type of knowledge, you know, and to be able to pour into me at, you know, my youthful um, age of 30, um, you know what I'm saying? Just to be able to pour into me and me to be, you know, receptive and be able to give it to you all, um, that is why he was in that category of most inspiring. And then also... Um, the Indie Fire Young Achievers Award. So to be nominated in these three categories, um, you know, how you feel? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super excited. Um, I'm super excited for what God, I mean, first give my honor to God who's the head of my life. Um, everything I say don't come from me. It comes from God. So, um, but I mean, honestly, it's just, it's really nice that, um, and you know, I told you all the time, I love you. I love, love, love you because I love what you're doing, you know, and as, um, as a journalist partner, you know, somebody who is in school for broadcasting, it can be really, really hard for us. So I do, I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate your vision. I appreciate your, um, visionary scenes of different things, um, and I just, I, I appreciate, a lot of people say they're going to do stuff, but they don't do it, so I appreciate you doing this, but um, in all honesty, I'm just, I'm super excited um, for what God has done. Um, my goal is to never receive an award for something that God has sent me to do, but if God opens that door and God allows me to do that, then, you know, of course, I'll accept it at any moment, but I'm just super excited about what God has done in my life, um, you know, Three awards, like I have, actually, I'm looking at four awards on my wall now from the past year, but God has really just been sending me, and I've been getting awards after awards after awards. Um, I don't know if I told you, but I was actually nominated for um, an Emmy Award for a news um, a news package that I had done not too long ago, so I'm still kind of waiting on that. Um, but God is God is taking me through a journey called life, and I'm just taking it day by day. That's all we can do. So the old people used to say, all you can do is take it by day by day. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Well, I am not going to keep you. I got to keep it moving. I got a lot more information to share, and I do want to bring on one more caller um, before I end things tonight. So you stay tuned for the remainder of this episode, and I will yes, be talking absolutely. to you. Later on. Thank you yes. so much for everything yes. you shared with us tonight, yes. Devon. You take care. You later. And stay safe. All Love right. you too. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> I want to bring on one more caller um, very quickly um, before I talk about what we have going on for the remainder of this quarter. Uh, somebody messaged me because I got carried away with my intro. Um, and um, my salutations and everything that I wanted, my thank yous, um, and my moment of silence. I got so carried away. I was so excited um, to be back with you guys. I forgot to tell you who that song was. I actually got three messages about that song. I know. He was fire, right? Yeah. I think I want him to do my intro music. That was, that energy was, I know you guys heard me talking about it. His energy was what I needed. Um, and I know we're going to have him on the show later this month because he was actually supposed to be here back in November when we were on hiatus. So I know he's going to be here um, later this month. Um, he goes by the name of Superstar K. He's an Ohio-born producer, engineer, and recording artist. Um, and the name of the song was One More Love, as in One More Love, 
but you you heard the little reggae flow, right? So one more love. And again, we're going to have him here sometime uh, before the month ends. Um, he uh, is with Beyond Music Management. Um, thank you guys for that submission. And that's B.Y.O.N.D. Music Management. All right. Again, Superstar K with one more love. All right. So let me bring in my next caller. Um, top it up with him just a little bit. And then I'm going to give you what we got going on for this uh, first quarter. All right. Who do we have on the line? You don't even know he lies. Oh, y'all talking to me? <laughs> this in is case Sean. I don't get to talk to you next Friday, you know what I'm saying? Because um, things might switch up, you know, how I see. So we saw what happened yesterday, so we don't know. Some shit might happen, and I might not be here next Friday. So just in case, I wanted to bring you on tonight, just in case I don't get to talk to you next week. But um, who's on the line with me? This is Sean. Coco Vita Coquito. Just saying what's up. Yeah. How you doing? Showing support. I'm fragilistic SBLadocious. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy, happy early birthday. birthday. Yes, happy belated birthday. <laughs> Wait, I ain't talked to you since last year. I know, I know. It's been a, a trying no, this year. Is our, I'm busy. This is our, you win last year? Did you win last year or yeah, yeah, this is our 2019 yeah, last year. Uh, Entrepreneur of the Year, um, Mr. Coco Vita Coquito, Sean Wilson. Um, y'all know him as my, my host, my birthday show host. Um, and I, I've been, I've been, you know, pretty low-key talking about the birthday show. Um, I've had several people, you know, ask me, what are we going to do it this year? And it's, you know, it's 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 staple around here. We we do the birthday show, you know, but um, I ain't really feeling really birthday-ish. And I posted on that, like, yesterday, I think it was. I'm not really feeling really birthday-ish this year. So we're going to play this thing by ear. Because um, I realized, you know, like, this year, I'm on, I'm actually on um the side that's closest to 50. You know, it's one thing when you split 50 or when you're on the side that's closest to 40, but when you're on the side, and all my life, like, I wanted to hit milestones. Like, I wanted to be 16, and I wanted to be 21, and I stayed, like, 29 for, like, 10 years. And then I wanted to be, I've always, but I've always wanted to be 50, but now that I'm, like, on the side that's closest to 50, like, I'm, I'm so close to being 50, but like I don't really want to be 50. Like, I'm so scared of being 50. Mm-hmm. You know, and so why are you scared yeah, of being like, fifty? I man, I don't know. Like, <laughs> COVID really messed it up for me. Like, like last year, like you know, turning forty-five was oops, I said it. Turning forty-five was major for me. It was major, you know, because I just knew I was in a prime of life, you know. And then COVID came around and messed stuff up. Like, it just messed it up. Like, I felt like I couldn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we had plans. Now we was going. Where was we going? We was going places. You know what I'm saying? We was traveling the world. Yeah. COVID messed us shit up. Trying to go to <laughs> Puerto Rico. You know, right? and other you places. Know? We was we was stamping up our passports. You know, and then COVID came around, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. And so now I'm just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know, guys. 
I don't know about the birthday show. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I think I think you should do it. I think people want you to do it. People, people send me the music. Like, I've gotten emails. I've gotten messages tonight. Like we sent the music. We sent the music for the birthday show. I got messages and emails tonight that people telling me, you know, I sent the music. So, and I'm so that, you know oh, what yeah. that means, right? People are listening. People are watching. They didn't forget about you or Indie Five Radio. There goes your proof, social proof. And then people pressuring me. You know what I'm saying? Like next month, we're actually doing what we were supposed to do in the middle of last year. You know, since that was on the vision board for last year to take everything visually last year, and that didn't happen. So now, um, for the month of February, everything is going to go, you know, live, live, for real live, you know, next month. But I got people pressuring me to take the birthday show, um, you know, and I'm like, no, you know what I'm saying? Because that means I got to get, like, even though I got, you know, the appointment, you know, um, for the birthday beat and everything, and so I'm going to be ready, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't been ready, like, this whole pandemic, I ain't been ready. But now I'll be ready, you know. Um, <laughs> but the birthday show is like two hours long. So I'm thinking that's a long time for me to have to stay in front of the camera. Two hours on the birthday show is a long time to have to stay in front of the camera, Sean. You know, people, you will be good. Me. I promise. Then people see you I'm got a face of glory. <laughs> I'm the voice of an angel. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So how you been? How you I've been? been good. Celebrating I've been your good. 35th, your 35th yeah. birthday was on the 2nd of January. So, yeah. you know, yeah. how was that? Uh, it was interesting. And awesome. Yeah. And it was awesome yeah. because my friends and family made it awesome. That's good. My friends That's and family good. made it so, awesome. So it was it was worth everything. So what is um for Coco Vita Coquito, what is um what is twenty twenty one gonna bring? What's in store? Uh right now we're working on a couple of things. Uh some things are gonna take more work than others, but let me see. We're looking at doing a. We're looking at doing a. Uh, a coquito making class, a virtual coquito making okay. class. Uh, probably going to do that about two or three times this year, um, and then I'm actually looking for a videographer because I want to make a video packages for corporate businesses to do coquito virtual coquito classes, whether. It's live or recorded already, like a course for their members or for their staff to do something fun throughout the year or the holidays or whatever. Okay. So that's a big project that we're working on right now. And I know last year you went yeah. through the whole new branding and everything. Yeah, yeah. So the new branding, uh, everybody was very receptive to it. So that was very fun. With the new logo, the new flavors, the new everything. 
So, you know, so we're still riding that wave. We're doing Coquito, you know, all year round. So people are still buying from me right People are still buying from me right now, which is exciting. So, I mean, we got a lot of things in store coming this year to keep the positivity going, the momentum going, all that. Awesome. Well, I am not going to keep you. Thank you for um, jumping on. <laughs> You're welcome. And let, just let me know about next week. Of course. You say the word, of boss course. lady. I'm there. Of course. Of course. Let me drop this calendar right. on the people and um, get out of here. It's past my bedtime. Perfect. <laughs> I will talk to you later. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. All right. All right, guys, let me very quickly give you uh, the calendar for this first quarter. As you know, as I mentioned, um, shows do air every Tuesday, I'm sorry, every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, on possibly January 15th. Uh, That is next Friday, 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will have the annual birthday show. Yours truly will be celebrating her birthday, co-hosted by, you just heard, Mr. Uh, Coco Vida Coquito, Sean Wilson. And then on January 23rd, that is a Saturday, the third annual Indie Fire Radio Award Show, right here, 7 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I We promised last year that we would actually be in a building this year. Well, COVID messed that up. All right, so again, we ain't making no promises. <laughs> we ain't not making no promises for next year. But same bad time, same bad channel, right back here on your Blog Talk Radio Network. All right, February, all shows again, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, on Saturday, February 13th, will be our annual Anti-Valentine's Day show Hosted by yours truly, co-hosted by my girl, Susie P. Newton. Yes, you don't want to miss it. Artists, you got music dropping the month of February from from January 15th to uh, February 12th. Yes, we need that music so we can get it on our anti-Valentine's Day show. That's the show we play all that freaky, nasty, sensual, sexy music. Yeah, I love it. I love it. When those R&B artists take a break and allow the rap artists, the hip-hop artists, especially the guys, to one time a year, they drop that one track. <laughs> and we get to debut it on the anti-Valentine's Day show. Y'all remember last year when, um, what's my boy, Nine was stationed in Korea and he dropped that table service? Yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, all right. So make sure, fellas. Females as well. Make sure y'all go ahead and get that music in. Also, um, if you want your music played for the birthday show, any music that dropped from December 1st until January 14th, go ahead and get that music in for the birthday show. All right? And then for the month of March, all shows, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Women's History Month. Last year, we had Quest of a Woman where we featured Women who are doing phenomenal things in the arts, entertainment, and music industries. Yes, the entire month dedicated to women. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Hopefully, COVID 
just know it's going to be amazing. That's all I know. Just know it's going to be amazing. Last year was, was amazing. But this year, it's going to be amazing times too. All right? Amazing times too. Super, super excited. Um, Let me think. Recent events? What did I have? The Grammys? The Grammys? The Grammys have been postponed. Um, yes, yeah, so the 2021 Grammys, originally scheduled for January 31st, has been postponed due, con- due to concerns over the recent spread. Well, the recent spread. Y'all, come on. It ain't recent. Due to the spread of COVID-19. Um, this is multiple sources confirming um, in Rolling Stone. Um, this statement was released on yesterday, the 6th. I'm not going to read all that. Go to Rolling Stone. I've also seen it on Billboard. By now, it's kind of everywhere. But again, the Grammys have been postponed, and I think the date was March the 14th, I want to say. Yeah? Yes, Sunday, March the 14th. Postponed on December the 12th was the versus battle between Keisha Cole and Ashanti. Um, that uh, was postponed until this Saturday the 9th, um, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. You guys know where to watch it. I've not watched any of the versus battles, so I really couldn't tell you. I want to say it's on Instagram, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And you, you all, like I said, you know where to watch it. I can just tell you that it's this Saturday. Again, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, 5 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. All right? I want to leave you with um, a remake. Um, oh, we got a show? My bad. <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure that you're right back here. Independent artist. Oh, shit, it's XD. <laughs> yeah, out of Tampa, Florida, is going to be here with us. Again, 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, so my favorite genre of music is Afropop, right? You're probably like, what? <laughs> what is Afropop? Yeah, I know. Like, I didn't even know that was a genre. Like, for me, it's like Niger music. Okay, that's what I've always called it, Niger music. I, but it's, it's classified as Afropop. All right, so for you well, who just sitting there looking like still don't know what I'm talking about. Um, you probably know Wiz Kid, right? David O. David O. Skepta, um, Odunsi, Bro Timmy, that's your boy, off of, um Power. What's his name? What was his name? Dre. Dre off Power. Yes, he's Bro Timmy. Um, Chronic, um, Malik Berry, um, Tiva Savage, Star Boy, everybody knows Burner Boy. Yeah. All right, so um now, we probably call it um, J- Jerusalem, right? Um, but then it's, it's pronounced Jerusalem, okay? And um, was a 2020 best Afro-pop song. Um, some of the lyrics translate to mean Jerusalem is my home. Um, do not leave me here. My place is not here. My kingdom is not here. Guard me. Save me. Go with me. I want to thank our friends in Cape Town, South Africa, um, over at Cape Town Sound Studio, um, Nicole Weiser, for submitting this dance version by artist Ronnie Black. Ronnie comes with us, um, the salutation to this great South African world hit, giving us a joyous, passionate rhythm to keep us dancing to this song. This is the dance version. Here you go. Guys, we'll see you on Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have a good night.